Chapter 7 of Bunny Brothers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Bunny Brothers by Jacqueline Clayton. Chapter 7 A Day at School. The school at Bunnyville was kept by Dame Owl. She was a very clever bird and greatly respected by everyone. Children who were taught by her always made their way in the world when they grew up, so you may be sure she had a great many pupils under her care. She managed her class quite alone, and in school hours was very strict. It was the only way to keep order, as some of the boys were very troublesome. It must be confessed that everything had gone on much more quietly during Pinky's week of absence, and poor Dame Owl heaved a sigh of regret when she saw him coming up the road with his brothers and sisters on Monday morning. <sighs> There's that tiresome lad of Mrs. Bunny's back again, she said to herself. Now he will be upsetting all the others, just when I've got them into better ways. Oh dear, oh dear, how annoying! And she took her birch rod out of the drawer and dusted it. But before the day was over, she had to admit to herself that Pinky seemed changed. At first, when she saw him bending over his slate, she felt sure he was only drawing ugly portraits of owls. But when she crept around his form, it surprised her very much to find that he was really working at his sums. Could the child be ill, she wondered? However, he was lively enough during the half-hour's recess. None of them jumped higher than he did in Leapfrog, or ran faster in Prisoner's Base. No, certainly his health was all right. And in the afternoon, when he came out on top in spelling, there was nothing left for Dame Owl to think except that he had turned over a new leaf, and meant to work a little at last. In her heart she was very much pleased. But it won't do to show it yet, she said. This is only the first day. We must wait till he's been back a week or two. Pinky found it even harder than he had expected to keep his good resolution. Sums were such horrid things, and made one so tired. It was so much nicer to make drawings of Dame Owl and show them to one's friends when her back was turned. But he thought of his promise to his mother, and of his lovely new bedroom. And after that, it seemed a little easier to add up the long rows of stupid figures. Spelling was not so bad. He had always rather enjoyed standing round Dame Owl with the others, and trying to spell a hard word before any of them had time to think of it. There was some excitement about it, and this pleased Pinky, and by the end of the lesson you almost felt as if you had been running a race. After school was over, Bob and Fred Squirrel said they would walk part of the way back with the bunnies, their homes both lying in the same direction. As he had been shut up all day, Pinky was full of fun, and no sooner had they reached the village green than he became very noisy. He got hold of Fred's new straw hat and rolled it along like a hoop. Seeing Fred's angry face, Percy called out Pinky to stop, but he took no notice of his brother's warning. It is doubtful indeed if he even heard it, as he was far ahead and shouting all the time. Fred ran after him, saying, I say, give me my hat. You're spoiling it. 
but still Pinky paid no attention. Then a dreadful thing happened. A gust of wind caught the hat and carried it into the middle of a duck pond, where it turned round and round two or three times and then sank to the bottom. Fred flung himself onto Pinky and they began to fight. The others had come up by this time, and whilst Bob shouted, That's right, Fred! Hit him hard! Percy tried to stop them with the promise of a new hat. The twins stood side by side in floods of tears because they thought their dear Pinky would be killed, and Tiny Tim screamed at the top of his voice. This lasted only for a few minutes, and then the best possible thing happened. Pinky's foot slipped in the soft mud, and he and Fred fell together in the water. Fatty and Patty gave a cry of anguish, but Percy knew that the pond was not very deep, and he and Bob soon fished the fighters out again. Of course, they could not go on with the battle, and they both looked and felt very silly as they stood in two puddles on the bank, shivering and wet to the skin. Now that it was over, Pinky was most unhappy and repentant. He had meant to tell his mother how he had tried to get on with his lessons, but all that would be useless now, when she saw his dirty clothes and heard from the others about his naughtiness. When I get excited, I just forget about everything else, he said to Percy in a very sad voice. It's no use in my trying to be good. I always do something stupid. Percy did what he could to comfort him. I shall tell Mother you were top in spelling today, he said. That will please her, you know. It was Patty who had the bright idea which saved Mother a deal of heartache. I'm going to run on and get some of Pinky's clothes, she said. Come in at the back gate, and I'll throw them out of the window, and he can put them on in the woodshed. It's a pity to make Mother sad about the silly fight. We must dry his wet things tomorrow, when she's gone to visit Grandmother. So Mother Bunny never heard all about Pinky's first day at school, which was just as well, perhaps, because when you come to think of it, nothing very dreadful happened after all. End of chapter 7